children of the proper age. Thank you for taking the time. Listen to the Lazy Train Heavy Metal Podcast. First off, we're going to go over a little bit of uh, apologies. We apologize for the last four weeks' lack of uh, content been putting out. Due to a combination of vacation, time off, some back-end work, uh, trying to get a, a new way that we do things here at the pod, Podcast Central, or I don't know what we want to the caboose, the back-ass in, I don't know, and a personal health scare for myself. Um, we apologize for that lack of content. That was completely just, it kind of happened organically. We didn't expect it to, but it did. Um, but you know what? We're going forth. We're not going to look back. You can't fix the past. And well, as hey, always, we're back now. But we're back now, exactly. So as always, being the conductor of this little experiment, my name is Claude Black, and I have my companions in my right hand. I have my brother, Brady. Hello, hello. And we have the guy that, well, you know what? Everybody's got to have one. I don't know. It's, um, <laughs> minion. Uh, Min- what, minion. What is that? What is that thing? They The person they... They they put in a leather outfit in a box. What is that called? Oh my god, a gimp? No, that's not what I was meaning. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's, this is getting kind anyway, of weird. Yeah, right, right, Paul, I was reading something else. That's not the right thing. But anyway, uh, anyway Cameron's here, everybody. Cameron's hey, here. Our guitar guy, the guy who does all the back end work, and he, he's the one that edits all this stuff for us. And we give him shit, but he's an integral part of our, our of our three man operation. He's fully one third of this operation. Um, uh, more like you know two fifths, but we're not really splitting hairs here, are we? Two fifths—that's less than one third. You realize that, right? No, it's more. How how can two fifths? All right, so everybody, it's uh, great to see you all. We're okay, really glad that we're back. We're, uh, we've, we've got some great stuff to talk about. I'm, I'm going to. Uh, you know what? Back up. I'm just I'm just steamrolling over this. This is what's happening. So, uh, fellas, uh, you know we got the we have the rest of 2021 ahead of us. Uh, what what are you guys looking forward to, music wise? Anyway, folks. By the way, thank you, Brady, for I'm still going to math.com. Um, yeah, what we're going to throw out here today is we're going to do a little bit of a format change. Um, I sent out some sent out some emails. I had some people who don't normally listen to heavy metal music and not really podcast people, which I found out there's people who don't listen to podcasts. I don't know why you would do that, but, but apparently they don't. But anyway, I had them listen to a couple of episodes and they we've talked about it. We, we don't really have a solid format. You know, every week it's a little bit different. Sometimes we, we, we talk about concerts that are coming up. Sometimes we talk about albums that are coming up. You know, sometimes we talk about emails or whatever the case may be. And then we really have a topic of the day. Today, we're going to kind of push that aside. We're not really going to have a, uh, we're not really going to do set a set list A, B, C, D, and then go into a topic. We're going to kind of start talking about what Brady mentioned, what we're listening to, what we're looking forward to. You know, summer's in full swing here in Texas, and we're not going to really talk about the COVID thing rearing its ugly head and how it's a possibility of pushing some shows back again. We're not going to discuss that. We're going by what we know right now and what we're looking forward to. So, as Brady mentioned, it was just so happens that, that um, Cameron – the two-fifths guy mentioned to me, uh, who were we talking about the other day that you said was coming out that we were really interested in? Want a shorter? That one? That one's yes. Go for it, bro. Yeah, yeah, they're coming out, or not coming out. They came out with uh, their new EP, and I returned to nothingness. 
Um, I think I talked about the single that they released uh, a few episodes ago. But uh, yeah, the the three song EP, super killer, new vocalist. Uh, I think it. I think it. It's uh, worth listening. Yeah, I listened. I, I listened. I, I listened to that, that link yeah. that you sent me. I liked it. I liked it a lot. And I like those. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that style. I, I hesitate to say genre because you know, um, because apparently that's a bad word. Like, man, I'm not gonna make. Yeah, they're they're uh, you know they're 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 pretty heavy. They're they're. I feel like they're they're kind of their own thing. Um, it's hard to kind of put them in a box. You know. You know what I mean? I. I try to say you know like oh they're deathcore or whatever but they're way more than that so fair very good band been going back listening to their back catalog and yeah do y'all, very, do, uh, do, y'all do that a lot do you when you you know you forget about somebody for a while. like the i bring this up all the time how brady wore a amon paul's a marth shirt to work one day and I was like, oh, shit, I forgot about those guys. So I went back and started listening to the stuff, like the older, the original, I mean, like mm-hmm. first and second album back. And then well, actually their whole discography. I got a hold of it and just like, oh, God, I, I can't believe I forgot about these guys. And I, it's not really a forgot. It's so much. There's so much music to consume now. Yeah. I mean, do you guys do that? Do you go back and just like listen to, you know, like you said, you went listen to their old stuff. I mean, do you guys yeah, do that? Yeah, uh, Skeleton Witch. I uh, recently got back into listening to them again. They were a band that I listened to, oh gosh. Um, when I was a teenager, like they were, they were, was when I found them back in like 2000, 2007 was when they released their first album. And, uh, yeah, it was really legit. I remember being a fan of that first album and being really hyped for uh, their second album, Breathing the Fire. I got like a t-shirt, got all the, all the merch I could of Breathing the Fire, and it was a super sick album. Um, I kind of like lost, uh, not interest, but they kind of fell off my radar um, for quite a while. Oh, shit, I don't think I'd listened to them for years. And uh, probably about a month ago, I, you know, they came up on my YouTube recommendations or whatever. Um, and I was like, you know what, let's revisit these guys. And I, you know, I checked out, you know, their album, they released Reese, not, I don't think it was recent, but like a couple years ago. Um, and it was good. It was good. It was, it was kind of dark. It was kind of, it was, it was a mature version of that band. And so I was like, well, let's go back in time. And, you know, I, I think that's awesome that music can do that. It brings you back in time, brings you back into like, what was I doing when I was listening to this stuff? And I can kind of clear, I can't quite remember what I was doing in 2007, but I can remember what I was doing when I was listening to beyond the permafrost. So in a, in a sense, I can kind of go back in time. If I think about music, you know, sure. You kind of get that like sense memory. Yeah. Uh Well, I mean, that's what music is. I mean, you mark, I mean, I do special moments in your life that happened when you were listening to this music or this song that brings back like 1984 from uh, Van Halen. I mean, that come out, I was, you know, 1984 was, was the year I graduated, was supposed to graduate uh, the year I joined the army, the year I got married. There's a lot of things that happened in 1984 and that album come out and it was a pretty kick-ass album. So, you know, I hear Van Halen 1984, you know, that's like, ah, the good old days. But I mean, the music does. You don't happen. want me to say this, but you're like, a lot of great things happened that year. I'm like, yeah, the next year I was born. Uh-huh. Wow. 
I, I, wow. I expect that makes from it all about himself. That's kind of a camp <laughs> thing, but that's okay because I am old. I just turned fifty-five, folks. Fifty fucking five, and I'm still here for the most part. Um, I mean, but we do we do mark that. I mean, because you know, you think about mm-hmm. it, they play songs in funerals. And my and my father-in-law, they played Daddy's Hands. Now my my wife can't listen to that song now because that that brings that back. I'm and, sure. I mean, everything you know, you, the songs they play at your wedding, and the first you know the first song you slow dance to, or the first song you had sex to, or whatever the case may be, we mark moments in time. I do mm-hmm. with songs or with music. So. You know, and I heard someone say something one time before, and I thought, I fucking love that song with so much emphasis. And I mean, like, that was, I fucking love that song. It's like, wow, he means that. And he wasn't, it wasn't just, oh man, I like those guys. Mm -hmm. I effing love that song. Oh, yeah. And I got, and there's tons of music that I have that's like, oh, God, I love that shit. You know? Sure. Anyway, Brady, what are you looking forward to, brother? Uh, so the the next one that I'm really looking forward to is actually here, uh, closer to the end of the month, we have a new Wolves in the Throne Room album coming out. Primordial Arcana. Oh, we were passing that around the other day, weren't we? Mm-hmm. Not that long ago. Yeah, those they're they're a great band, man. Like I, oh, I yeah. love their first album. I remember like going back in time again, uh, back when I lived uh lived in Denton. I would uh when I'd go on my walks, that was my uh the band I'd listen to on my walks. And uh Damn. yeah, Wolves in the Wolves in the Throne Room really uh they're yeah, they're a very great band, atmospheric and mm-hmm. you know, if you're needing to chill out in the fall or whatever. To me it's they're a fall to winter kind of band. You know, I I don't know Makes if sense. I'm the one that does that, but like I like no, to no, no, for sure. I like to think of like what bands I listen to in certain times of the year. It's like, you know, like a grim frost bitten black metal album is probably not what I'm going to listen to in the summer. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually one of the, the first albums that I bought on vinyl when I started collecting vinyl a few years ago uh, was the album Celestite. Nice. Yeah. Which is uh, a companion piece to another of their albums, and I'm I'm not going to get into that. But anyway, yeah, I have a soft I, spot for that band for sure. I know I know what you're talking about though. Like that that was a really special moment for that band to release. You know, like that that it was mm-hmm. like more. Uh, I don't know, man. Get into it. Like what uh, what makes it so different from their other albums to you? Well, well, so because it's not like you know most of their stuff is generally atmospheric black metal, right? Like that's that's kind of their thing. Yeah. And Celestite being a companion piece to the album Celestial Lineage, Lineage, it's mostly like synth music. Yeah. Um, so it's like it's a very different sound for them. Um, there's like the, there's no vocals, there's no you know drums or music. Like it's just these kind of like just long kind of crazy droning synth pieces. And I don't know, that's just it's it's I the kind of stuff that you could just absolutely just zone out to. I think if I recall correctly, like the kind of the theme behind that album when they released it was they wanted to take like motifs and melodies from Celestial Lineage and make it into like that weird, different synth uh, just thing. Because it it does, it is very different from what they normally do, but they did Mm -hmm. take like a lot yeah, of those like original can, melodies. Yeah. You can catch the, the connections for sure. Yeah. 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 And I thought that was really cool, man. Like mm-hmm. that, that, yeah, they're a special band. They're good. 
I've been, uh, there was on bands what we're, we're listening to one band. I found out recently, um, that, uh, actually Andrew, uh, recommended to me, um, orbit culture. They, oh, yes. Yeah. They are. Uh, so what he told me was they were more of a, uh, cause we were talking about Metallica for some reason. And he was like, Hey, they're, there's this band that they, they are like a modern metal band. They sound like most of like the new style of metal that comes out, but some of their songs, they try to, uh, incorporate that James Hetfield style vocal mm-hmm. and it sounds so sick. Like hearing like like that uh you know ride the lightning master of puppets sounding vocals over like you know uh just modern metalcore I mean I wouldn't even say metalcore it's just you know what what would Metallica sound like today if in it and if they were way heavier <laughs> that's right, what right. Orbit, that's kind of what orbit culture reminds me of and you know they, they, and that's not to say that they are you know they they're metallica sound alike band or anything they're very much their own thing um it's just really cool to be able to pick into their uh influences like because like oh wow I, like, I can tell where that comes from in the uh you know the, the metal Mm-hmm. what would you call it the <laughs> the metal history like you dig into the metal history and, and you can find where those influences came from oh for sure um, and, and it's just really great songs just great songs all over the place like go to their top 10 on spotify orbit culture every song's a banger speaking of metallica black album was 30 years old this week oh yeah. that's right and they were yeah, they've, august the 12th 1991 They've been releasing the uh, that they're they're doing that uh, blacklist mm-hmm. uh, cover compilation. We, me and I've been uh, my girlfriend and I have been listening to uh, all the different covers that, that keep coming out. Um, like Chris Stapleton did his cover of uh, Nothing Else Matters, and then um, oh God, there's these other ones that are just artists that you you know that are kind of unknown actually, and just doing a badass job there's this one cover of uh unforgiven that is just incredible um if i find it I'll, I'll share it in the discord or whatever but um it it's really good there's like three different artists there's like a, a rap verse in it which kind of feels out of place but at the same time it kind of adds to the song <laughs> um hmm, and like interesting yeah and and there's a lot of songs on the black album like to me the black album is half of the songs to me kind of mm. suck. Like I don't like half of the songs on there. Maybe that's, you know, a heavy metal sin or whatever. I don't, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, no. sure. Half of the, half of the songs I don't really care for half of them I think are amazing. And you know, I've, I, I was like reluctant to listen to some of the ones that I'm like, nah, I don't really like that. So, like holier than thou. I'm not really a big fan of that song mm. or, mm. um, uh, what's, what's the other one that I'm through the never I'm not a fan of through the never I don't think that's a good song personally um, but the, this cover um, it was like an electronic synth type of thing very uh, not <laughs> pop but someone did a cover of through the never and it was like okay this is amazing 
Interesting. (laughs) Like I'll find that one too. And I'll, I'll, I'll post it, but it's yeah. Like if you haven't been keeping up with all these covers that are coming out of the black album, there are so many really good ones. Yeah. I think I'm just going to, they're going to re they're going to release that. They're going to re-release that and you can be able to buy it. I I can't remember. I remember reading something about it and I'm going to get it. I'm I'm yeah, I'm a huge Metallica guy, and you're right. I wouldn't say half of those songs are that uh, me personally. I didn't like. There's a couple. The, sure. str- the struggle within. Yeah, really that one's for, one of the ones I'm not a fan of. <laughs> um, a friend of misery, I think, went on too long. I think it was over six minutes, almost seven minutes long. And yeah. It just didn't, and um, and it might have been through the never. And it might have been the other song that I didn't that I didn't. I was like, yeah, okay. You know what I mean? It, it wasn't. I mean, when you got Inner Sandman, Sam but True, The Unforgiven. You know, holier mm-hmm. than thou, wherever I may, whatever. When you've got sad but true, sad but true, you and you got songs like that on an album. You, you know, that's there's what twelve songs on that album, I believe, yeah, and you've got four or five that are that good. Yeah, shit, mm-hmm. could you make? Yeah, yeah and like that, that's and that's really what it is. Is like they've got real standouts on there, and then they've got some that are just like. They're they're okay, they're, you know. They're B sides of a of a single, you know. They're the sure. B-sides, yeah. Incidentally, September tenth, the date that that album's coming out, and uh, I'm looking at a track list for it right now. Mm-hmm. There are fifty three tracks. Holy fuck! Because several people are like, there's multiple that are like m- several people doing the same song. Yeah, I think Miley Cyrus did a did a thing. Uh, Nothing else matters as well. She, no, and, she does a lot of that, and she her voice for whatever reason she does a good job of that stuff. It's yeah. Miley Cyrus featuring Watt, Elton John, Yo Yo Ma, Robert Trio, and Chad Smith. Nice. All righty then. Like God I, I think damn, yeah. I'm in. <laughs> Some of the things that stand out here in this track list that have me really interested is a cover of Inter Sandman by Ghost. A yeah, cover of Inter Sandman by that. Weezer. That one, um, yeah, that one was good. I listened to that one already. Uh, we have a cover of Holier Than Thou by Corey Taylor. Um, the Unforgiven by Cage the Elephant. You mean the Corey Taylor that hit me with a water bottle not once but twice the in one the same concert? Mm-hmm. Still waiting for an apology. <laughs> There's a cover of Through the Never by The Who, the Mongolian band. Those guys do absolutely uh, adore. They did a cover of like Sad But True, I think, recently. Like separate from all of this, and that was so cool. They did <laughs> one with Lizzie Hale too. They did a song with Lizzie oh, Hale. Oh man, and it's so good. I, I, you know, I we talk about, and I forget how good Hailstorm is to me. They mm-hmm. done it. She's had a band since she was in like middle school. Sure. I mean, come on. Anyway, we were. I'm sorry, Hailstorm, everybody. Last, last one. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw out though is a cover of Nothing Else Matters by the one and only Darius Rucker. I can't. <laughs> He's on a hoodie that shit. He's on a hoodie and the blowfish. Hoodie himself. <laughs> oh, there was um that Carolina jam up in that bitch. So Jason Isbell and the Four Hundred Unit, their cover of "Sad but True" is really good. I don't know enough to know if you didn't just make that up, but it feels like you just made that. <laughs> no, up. it's. I'm looking at it right now. It's really good, dude. <laughs> Oh, I know. I'm just, just kidding. That's funny. 
That's so yeah, so look for that September September tenth. There's a lot. I'll, of, there's I'll a lot of decent stuff coming out. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and and we found this off of Loudwire. If you guys want to take a look at it, and we're just kind of picking bands that we're interested in or what mm-hmm. really sounds good to us, like Septura's coming up with Septuquantra. Yep. Between the Buried Me has a new album. Um, Nuclear Megadeth has a live album coming yeah, out. From, live from Boston, yeah. Did you say Megadeth? I did say Megadeth. You know, funny you should mention Megadeth. <laughs> well, how natural that came out. Why would it be funny to mention Megadeth? Uh, you know what? I'm going to make a point that back to that looping where he said this coming Saturday this which is the 21st here in Texas um, because I know we have people listening all over the world you know yeah it is uh, me and my oldest son Jim the, who's who's a hair to 51 hair heir to 51 percent of my vast fortune who lives right down the road in North Wichita Hills will be accompanying me to his very first heavy metal concert in the good town of Arlington and we are going yeah. to see check it listen to this in flames what? Who's next? Trivium, Ooh. Lamb of God, and one of the big four themselves, Megadeth, the group that you just friendly mentioned. That is such a killer lineup, though. It is. Oh, it yeah, is it's so going to be an amazing show. Yeah, and that was the one that was canceled last year. The almost got the exact same dates and all that other stuff. It, mm. was, it was canceled from last year. So I thought it was, and I, and I give Jim, I was like, here's, here's the stuff that you're going to listen to. Because if you think about, it, to me, the I mean, you know, I haven't listened to that much of In Flames, and and I've seen Lamb of God twice because they were touring with Slayer the both the last two times that I saw them, and I mm. love Trivium. I mean, uh, um, oh yeah, Trivium's great. Yes, Cam turned me on to Trivium, and I've just yeah. I, I've, I've listened to them. They, they they have their own place on the, on one of my machines here at the house, but I've oh, always yeah. loved Megadeth, and I have missed. Four concerts I bought tickets for because of one time they were touring with some another band, the Scorpions actually, and the lead singer from Scorpions got severe laryngitis. So they canceled the whole tour. Oh jeez! And another one, something happened at the venue, and I don't know. They had to cancel that one, and COVID canceled one. It's just like I I, I don't think Dave Mustaine wants me in the crowd. <laughs> so like he looks and sees you and he's yeah. like, nope, call, call it. it out. Clyde bought tickets. Clyde bought <laughs> fuck this guy. Call it now. Because you know, a, a buddy of mine, Jason, I used to work with at, at Cardinal Track, and he always says you have to wear the opposite band's T-shirt to the concert. I don't know what the opposite <laughs> band is. And I, I know what he was getting at, and it's funny as hell if you think about it. Because mm-hmm. I wore I wore a Monomarth to, uh, to when I saw – Oh, Slayer. When I went to like Slayer concert in Oklahoma, I wore a Monomarth. Okay. And when I went to the Slayer concert here, I, you know what? I think I wore a, um, I might have wore a Seven Dust t shirt. <laughs> That's it's a, a, damn. I think it's the movie PCU that makes that joke about that you're wearing the shirt of the band you're going to see. Don't be that guy. <laughs> Don't be that guy. Oh, man. When I went and saw Iron Maiden, there were so many people that were wearing Iron Maiden shirts. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can go to any metal concert and you're going to see Metallica, you're going to see Iron Maiden. And then you're going to see some off-the-wall band you haven't heard of in 30 years. I, I told mm-hmm. you by the time, actually, when I went to see um, when Amana Martha was here a few years ago, and I was in line to get some booze, and I was wearing my striker hat. And the guy turned around and goes, oh, man, I love that band. 
<laughs> and I was You're like, like yeah, yep. yeah. So they're pretty badass, especially that last album. Hell yeah. But, you know, and incidentally enough, Stryker happens to be a medical company that we work for and not a band. Close to several bands' names, but I just thought it was funny. He was so convinced. I'm not going to mm-hmm. crush his heart and say, are you what? Turn no, of course around. not. Think you stupid shit. <laughs> but no, it was funny when uh, he said that. A couple of other albums I just feel the need to mention are coming out here uh, pretty soon. Iron Maiden releasing a new album. Yeah, jammed the new single. It's it's pretty good. Um, they're, they're in their mm-hmm. 60s, man. Like the, the youngest yeah. member is like 63. Also oh. in this one really surprised me. Andrew WK, new album coming out on Napalm Records. And how about called God is Partying? He should be. It's his I love Andrew right? WK. I absolutely love him. Ginger's coming out with Wallflowers from Napalm. Mm-hmm. Guar has a new album. Guar. Who abs- You know what? They've they've urinated blood on me. <laughs> Any other band that would be a weird statement, but Guar, like yeah, it's yep. like a mm-hmm. badge mm-hmm. of honor. You know what? Blood come out of his double double dong and smack me square on top of the damn head. <laughs> Good times, so, bro. Good times. River, Rivers of Nile are released a single a while ago. Um, I think they're oh, coming wow. out with a new album sometime soon. Wait a minute. Carcass has a new album coming out. Yeah. Drowning Pool. Mouse Rat from Mouse Rat. Do y'all see that? The awesome album, yeah. Mouse Rat. <laughs> Mouse Rat, like, is like it, from Parks and Rec? This Mouse Rat? Or do they name themselves <laughs> after Mouse Rat from Parks and Rec? <laughs> Damn it, I have to look that up now. The awesome album. Everything is awesome. <laughs> but yeah it's a it's a good year for for music we've uh there's a black uh, black sabbath and ozzy osbourne re-releases coming out um ministry has a new album uh for people who like them that's not me but anyway um i have a random question for you guys 12 foot ninja which is a band that i know not a lot of people have heard of but i absolutely love them okay uh, before we go any further I do. There is this apparently is a real thing. This mouse rat. I went to the awesome album.com mm-hmm. mouse rat, the awesome album featuring 5,000 candles in the wind. Bye. Bye. Little Sebastian. Oh, wow. um, <laughs> okay. I'm in great news from your favorite band from Pawnee, Indiana and NBC's parks and rat mouse rat formerly known as scarecrow boat. Nothing rhymes with, and then it just kind of goes on and on. But apparently that's the thing that you're going to be able to buy. I want 5,000 candles in the wind. I want that play oh, at my, my memorial for my funeral. <laughs> Sorry, Cam, what, what were you saying? Oh, yeah, no. Um, so my, <laughs> I, I read somewhere that uh, I guess Ozzy's going to be touring again. Uh, um, I have not. And he's going to have Zach Wilde as his guitar player. Now, this, I'm not fully sure. I was late, late night scrolling or whatever came across something about Zach Wilde and Zach Wilde's going to be torn again. And then someone in the comments was like, wait a minute. Didn't I see Ozzy on no more tours, the tour, uh, in like 2017. So how do you guys feel about, this is my question. How do you feel about bands and artists that announce a farewell tour and then have like a farewell tour part two? You know, do what you do, do mm-hmm. what you want to do. I, it's to me, it's somewhat disingenuous. I, I, my my gut tells me that it's a money grab sometimes. Sure, I mean, Slayer did it, and they haven't played shit. Their last show was their last show, and I know they turned down a shit ton of money for a a big four reunion tour in Europe. 
to reform. I mean, we're talking mm. millions upon millions of dollars. I remember reading that from a Zergnet or something like that, saying that, yeah, they turned it down and said, no, we're not interested. So the whole thing kind of went to bust. You know, I don't know. I mean, how, I mean, how many times has Kiss done this? They're doing another They're doing another tour. Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, you know, I mean it's, it's one of those, like, like, I get it, right? If there's money to be made and that's what you're about, they're going to do it. I mean. Yeah. I just don't like that sense of, like, there's a sense of urgency. Like, this is your last chance. You got to oh, yeah, buy it now. Yeah. You got to buy the your last chance. Last chance. Until yeah. the next time we tell you it's the yeah. last chance. Yeah, I get you. Yeah. Yeah. Who was it? Motley Crue? They did their one of their last, their last concert tour was here, I believe. And then not even six months later, they did something out there at um, Gas Monkey. Bar and grill. Look, well, look man. Like, you know how else is Vince Neil going to afford his cocaine? I mean, yeah, he's, he's you know kind of important. Sniffing <laughs> that 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 sniff. What is that? Is that sniff? What oh yeah, that? Hoover and that sneak. That sneak. <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm I, I'm you know I I, I don't know. I, I can't fault them for wanting to make money, but at the I same can't. time, it's, uh, yeah, it's you like, what, you know what makes it, is kind, of, it is kind it's, of skeevy. It, it seems disingenuous. As, it you know, I get it. Cause they're, cause they're like, Hey, you know, here's your last chance. We're calling it quits. So you better make it. And then, you know, a year later, never mind. We're doing one more tour. So now you better make, yeah, it just, it seems, but, you know, but what makes good money on a tour is good music and a good show. Mm-hmm. So yeah. if you give me shitty music or a shitty show, that's why you're sure. not making any damn money. Sure, but you do know there are also people who attend shows for the story, right? To be able to tell people, oh man, I was there yeah. in their well, last show. I've met plenty of people like that. Yeah. I, I mean, I, that when I went to that, well, that one of my favorite concerts ever was when I, the last con, when the, the um, sorry, Slayer in Oklahoma in the rain at the zoo. Oh, Oklahoma right. City. Yeah. It was just, it was just, I mean, everything was just, I mean, it was just, it's just so good. I mean, you know, Anthrax mm-hmm. was there, Napalm Death was there, Lamb of God, Slayer. They couldn't cuss because we we're in an amphitheater and it was raining. And then, and the guy was sitting te- next to because they have the amphitheater. The, the, there's no seats at all in the amphitheater, so there's there's concrete rows and blocks and rocks that you, people sit on and stuff like that. And the guy sitting next to me. And I don't know how we get on the concert, how the con, but you know, the, he was one of those guys that knew all the guys in Slayer, according to him. And he'd been following them around for 30 years and nah, 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 and you just knew all these people, but fucking Metallica sucks. And ah. it, it just completely out of nowhere. I, I, it, I, I was being nice and saying, oh, yeah, <clears throat> yeah, you know, okay, yeah, yeah, it's possible. People know people. But yeah, but you know, it's just like, and I know what you're talking about. I've met plenty of folks like that who couldn't couldn't tell you, you know, three songs a band played. But is that fair? To, I mean, but you know, what's the difference for? Is, is, does it matter in the long run? Does it? I mean, you know, I think really. And, and you said something. Uh, you kind of like skated across this point. But as long as the music's good, that's what matters. Yeah, that's true. But, you know, a lot of bands are, I say a lot of bands, several bands that I've heard in person, and they're never going to sound the way they do in the, in the, in the, in a studio. That's a given. There's just no way. And I know acoustics play a huge part in these deals and stuff like that. But, you know, Five Finger Death Punch puts on an amazing show and they sound like their recordings do. 
Mm-hmm. My best friend went to see Foo Fighters twice, I believe, and he said he he said he would never go to another one because he didn't think they sounded anywhere close to what their albums sure sounded. So you know, I like Dave Grohl. I think he's a epitome of a rock. What a rock star oh, should absolutely. be. He seems like an an amazing dude, and and, and I like mm-hmm. their music. They're not heavy metal by no stretch of imagination, mm-hmm. but they're a damn good band. So sure. you know, you know, what's the is there a is there a you know? And I've seen Chris Stapleton. We were talking about him earlier. Dude didn't say he sang the introduction to his band members. Hmm. He did zero talking. Oh wow! So I mean, and some people dig that. You know, I I don't I don't know. I, I I think it depends on the band. Maybe I don't know. I, do I want to show? You know what? I think I do. I think I don't want you to just stand up there and play all your hits. I want to hear you bullshit. You know, Sully from um, Godsmack was talking shit about the jeans he had to wear. Look at these fucking things. It's Friday. It's laundry day. I got to wear this fucking shit. He <laughs> was funny as hell. And I, I never was a huge Godsmack guy until I saw that concert. And then it made sure. me appreciate him. So I don't know. Maybe I'm babbling. Hmm. But I know it's, I don't know. To each his own. What do we say? Never make excuses. So, you know. True. Well, I just, I was watching, did you see, wise guys, I think it was um, Revolver did a thing about people wearing heavy metal shirts that didn't know the bands. Did y'all, did y'all watch that on YouTube? No, um, I haven't seen that. No. Yeah, look it up. And, 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 and they're talking to a lot of heavy metal bands. They ask them the question, what do you think about people wearing a t-shirt of bands that don't know the music or don't know the bands? And it was, you know, it was a pretty clear line. There was hardly, there was like, I don't give a shit. You bought my T-shirt, so I'm happy. And a lot of them are like, fuck that. No. If you don't know so-and-so, you shouldn't be able to wear the shirt. Mm-hmm. We're, we're, we're past our time, uh, but that's a good question. I pose that question to you guys. What do you think? I think that it, gatekeeping is toxic. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. I think I think if you uh, – I, I think you're robbing potential uh, fans of the music. So mm-hmm. if you if you see someone wearing a Slayer shirt because they thought it looked cool, but they didn't really know Slayer was banned, like people like that exist. Yeah, and more like, power what, to them. Like what the, the correct, in my opinion, what the correct response would be if you see someone with the Slayer shirt. Anytime I see someone with the metal shirt that I recognize, I always say, "Hey, nice shirt." Yeah. I always yeah. do. I just I do. That a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and uh, you know, if I see someone with a Slayer shirt and they're like, "Oh, thanks," uh, and you know, I ask, you know, I ask them, "Hey, like, what's your favorite album or whatever?" It's not an interrogation. It's I'm trying to connect with them. And they're like, "Oh, I actually don't listen to them." I that that is not an opportunity for me to be a dickhole to that person. Like, no. that, to, to me, that's an opportunity to be like, "Oh, well, you should check out Rain and Blood or or Seasons of the Abyss." Like. Mm-hmm. Those are great albums and, you know, cool shirt, great art, and the music's great yeah. as well, right? Sure. I wear a Monomoth t-shirt a lot. I have several. And I can't, I never go anywhere without somebody saying, oh, hell yeah. Or awesome band. I, I, I passed a guy in Walmart the other day, six foot six. He was wearing the official outfit for heavy metal bands, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, camouflage short, black T-shirts, metal, the, the, the wristbands, they were about three inches wide, leather, shit tons of tattoos and rings and all this other stuff. Coat, coat with a bunch of iron on. Oh, dude, I, I can't remember where it, where it was, but I saw it. 
saw something on Facebook where this, this person went to a Slayer concert and took a selfie with everyone they saw wearing camo shorts. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. And it's true, though. I don't know what the fuck that comes from. They're, do they have an album back in the day that's like Camouflage Rules or Camouflage Runs to My <laughs> I think it's because Kerry King wears a lot of camo shorts. I like that guy, Kerry King. He's, mm-hmm. he's so badass. For well, sure. Well, Felix, we've hit our thirty. We're a little bit past our thirty-minute mark, which we're gonna, which we said we're gonna try to keep up. Sure, sure. Um, folks, you know how to get in touch with us: www.thelazydaytrain.com. Our Patreon links are there. Uh, we appreciate yeah. our Patreon customers. We apologize again for the lack of content. We'll make that up for you. We also have the link for our um, Discord channel that I'm hoping mm-hmm. is still being, like I said, I've been away for a few weeks. I'm hoping still going strong. Um, and it's a good way to make contact directly with us. And we're going to do a little bit more with that. Um, we're going to do a little bit more. We've got some merch that's going to be available really soon. We've bought some stuff and we purchased some t-shirts and all that stuff. We're going to, we're going to figure out how to get that out there to, to, to you folks that you, you can, you know, get a hold of it so you can, you know, show people your favorite podcast about heavy metal located in the central around Louisville, you know, and places like that. Um, anybody got anything last minute though outs for the folks? No, just keep on rocking. Yeah. Uh, what, what's the, what's the saying Clyde never do what now? Hey, hey what the, <laughs> you mean, you mean, Never make excuses for the music you listen to or the people you love. That one. That thing? Do that one. Perfect. All right, folks, thank you again for taking the time out to listen to us. We know your time is important. Please be safe with all the things going on in the world. Remember, there's somebody out there that gives a shit about you. Um, take care of yourself. Take care of yourself mentally. Thank you again for all the time that you spent invested in us, and we're going to give it right back at you. And always never make excuses for the music you listen to or the people you love. Thanks.